0: Hey family, this is Pastor Jomo Cousins of Love First Christian Center. Before we begin today's program, I want to invite you to join me on Facebook live every morning at 630 for prayer. We set the tone for the day by going before the Lord in prayer. We praise him and bring our needs and petitions before him. Simply friend or like me on Facebook and join me in prayer live every morning at 630. Now let's begin today's program. The Bible tells us that God is love. Welcome and thank you for listening as you experience more of God's love through His Word with Pastor Jomo Cousins of Love First Christian Center, a Bible-based non-denominational church located in Riverview, Florida. Pastors Jomo and Charmaine Cousins and the congregation of Love First Christian Center are committed to be hearers and doers of God's Word, and you're invited to join in. And now with today's message, Pastor Jomo Cousins. You know, as I prepare this message, by the way, this is part four of my series, How to Hear God. If you have not got part one, one, two, and three, get it. If you can't get it, uh, you can go online and you can watch it and really get uh, the essence of this series. But as I was preparing part four, I couldn't find a good title, so I had wrestled with titles. I had uh, Between a Rock and a Hard Place. I had Closed Doors. I had Open Doors. And finally, it rested with me, situations and circumstances. Everyone say situations and circumstances. I was reading this story about the comment cards for the Bridger Wilderness. It's in Wyoming. And this is a mountain area where people go hiking. So they put a comment box for, uh, for people to have comments. Here are the comments. Trails need to be wider so people can walk while they hold hands. Trails need to be reconstructed. Please avoid building trails that go uphill. It's a mountain range. Too many bugs leeches and spiders and spider webs, please spray the wilderness to get rid of areas with these pests. Please pave the hills so that they can be snow plowed during the winter. Chair lifts need to be on some of the places so I can see the view. Coyotes made too much noise last night And kept me awake. Please eradicate these annoying animals. This is a nature preserve. Small deer came into my camp last night. And stole my jar of pickles. Is there any way I can get reimbursed? Lord Jesus. Reflectors need to be placed on trees every 50 feet. So I could see at night. Escalators would help on these steep hills. A McDonald's would be good at the top of the hill. The places where trails do not exist are not well marked. Too many rocks on the mountain. We're not fond of pain. Any slight discomfort. We rebel at the suggestion and recoil at the sight of it. And reject the suggestion that it might be good for us. But the lessons of life are almost always taught in the classroom of suffering. heartache, pain, where we usually learn our best lessons. When trials and tribulations come, there's four ways we look at it. The first thing we say is, God must be putting me through a test. Okay, that's one way to look at it. God's putting me through a test. The second way is, I'm just reaping what I've sowed. Lord Jesus. The third one, I must be under attack from the devil. The devil did it. The fourth one, I'm being persecuted because I'm righteous. Often when we go through trials, you go through these things. Is God testing me? Is this the wages of my sin? Is the devil attacking me? Or am I being righteous? Now, if you're going through something, make sure you do a checkup from the neck up. It could be you. Or it could just you, God, God allowing you to go through a test. But what I've learned, family, if you're going to go through hell, come out with something. Come out with a testimony. Come out with a praise. Come out with something. If you're going to go through it anyway, come out smarter. Come out stronger. Because you're going to go through it anyway. Solutions to those four. If the unfolding situation is a test from the Lord then you need to pass it. If you're reaping what you've sown, repent. If it's an attack from the enemy, resist. The Bible says, if you resist the devil, he must flee. And if it's merely persecution, it must be endured. Oftentimes in this faith walk, God will allow you to go through certain seasons and situations to get your attention. Praise the Lord. God told me eight plus years ago, he says, Jomo, I felt hmm, Holy Spirit tell me that he wanted me to be a preacher. And I said, Lord, no, I don't want to be the preacher. I don't want none of that. I'm a good motivational speaker. I make good money and I'm not going to do it, Lord. And then I had another one, Lord, when my money get right, then I'm going to come serve you. Oh, praise the Lord. Why did I say that? So I I was on a trip to Los Angeles. I had eight speaking engagements. That usually netted me about $40,000. So I'm flying to L.A., and uh, when I land, my phone starts to vibrate, and I'm getting cancellation notices from everywhere I'm supposed to speak. Now, one cancellation is cool. Two, three, you know, I'm still good. But for every single one to cancel. So I went to a place called Red Robin. See, Red Robin is new to us on the East Coast. But on the West Coast, Red Robin is a thing. So my, my business partner, he knew about it. He says, Joe, I'm going go to a, I'm gonna take it to a place Where they got bottomless french fries. I said, there's no place like that. He said, they got got a strawberry lemonade. It's from Jesus. And I went there, y'all, and we just sat there because we had nothing to do. (laughs) And we just ate and drank. And he looked at me and said, bro, I think God is telling you it's time. And he says, Jonah I think you need to get off the ship cause we all going to die. <laughs> he said, he said. <laughs> if you don't know the story, Jonah was on the ship and everybody was going to die cause Jonah wasn't supposed to be on the ship. And, um, I said, okay. And I went back and we got the lawyer and we signed the paperwork and I, uh, I was no longer a 50, 50 partner and MVP. And, um, I realized that God had to close every door for me to follow him. What you call a closed door, God is calling changing your direction. Because, see, if you, if God waits for you to make a decision, you ain't never going to do it. So what God got to do, God got to fire you. God got to demote you. God got to kick your butt out. And then push you into destiny. What I want to tell you today is sometimes God has allowed situations and circumstances to get your attention. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? No, Pastor, I can't hear you. Okay, let me take your job away. Give me the job. Can you hear me now? Oh, oh, oh you can't hear me? Oh, hospital stay for you. Go. And you get a whole bunch of time by yourself to start. Can you hear me now? So God says, I'm going to give you options. As my father would say, you got two options, son. You can listen or you can feel. Either way, you're going to do it. So oftentimes, God will allow situations and circumstances to come into your life to say, hello. I need to talk to you. I need some time with you. Praise the Lord. Today, today, we're going to read. And teach from 2 Corinthians chapter 12. 2 Corinthians chapter 12. You're going to get blessed today. This is a story about our brother Paul. Paul had been shipwrecked three times. He spent the night on the watered sea. He'd been beaten. He'd been scored. Paul went through everything. But no one got more revelation than Paul. Let's read. Because of the surpassing greatness and the extraordinary nature of the revelations which I received from God. For this reason, to keep me from thinking of myself as important, a thorn in the flesh was given to me. A who? Everyone say messenger. See, that, see they had messenger before Facebook. A, <laughs> a messenger of Satan. This is good. So that means God can use the devil for your good. Notice who sent them to torment and harass me to keep me from exalting myself. Why is it when everything's good, you stop giving God thanks? But when your money's funny and change strings, all of a sudden, <laughs> I need the Oh No, no, no. Why don't you need when stuff good? Look, look what the message Bible says. I like what the message. Because of the extravagance of those revelations, And so I wouldn't get the big head. I was, and this is good, I was given the gift of a handicap to keep me in constant touch with my limitations. Because, see, sometimes you start to smell yourself. I'm smelling myself. I'm smelling myself. Sometimes sometimes you start to think it's you. He says, so this will keep me in constant contact with my limitations. Satan's angel did his best to get me down. What he, in fact, did was push me to my knees. So what happens sometimes, God will allow trials to get your prayer life back. Hey, family, Pastor Jomo, I want to invite you to one of our three Sunday services at 715, 945, and 1145. Our new sanctuary is located at 126. Eight four seven, Balm Review Road in Rearview, Florida and we have a seat saved just for you. When you come to Love First you can expect relevant worship a relational word and the love of God being shown. Can't wait to see your face in the place. You can also find us online at lfcc.tv Love First Christian Center where we love to love. No danger then of walking around high And mighty. Ooh, Jesus. Paul went through much trials, but through the trials he got revelation. See, sometimes God has to allow you to be broke. So you understand that he is Jehovah Jireh. Sometimes God allows you to be sick so you can find out he's Jehovah Rapha, the healer. Sometimes God has to allow you to go through seasons so you can get a touch of who he really is. He is the great I am. So when I'm not listening, God will create a situation or a circumstance to where it's, can you hear me now? He often wants to get you by yourself. Praise God. And to whom much is given, much is required. So, if you want great revelation, expect to go through great trial. I've learned the pits of life will provide you proper perspective. Until you're broke, you really don't know how to handle money because you get a whole different appreciation. Ooh, Jesus. If you can find the purpose in your pain, you'll find power. If you could identify the purpose in your pain, you'll find power. Meaning, God doesn't allow you just to go through things. His goal with allowing you to go through something is that you can learn from it. So if you can find the purpose ah, in your pain, you'll find power. Last year, January, when I got diagnosed with stage 3 colon cancer, I asked God why. Hmm. Why? Why? What? What did I do? What did I deserve? And we all go, go through this pity party of why. But when I was laid up, having my surgery, first day I'm doing laps around the hospital making jokes, and then God said, "No, son, I, I put you in the hospital because you need to rest." <laughs> you think it's about you? Hmm. Okay, Lord. Well, I guess I'm gonna sit down for a minute. Then I, I had to go to the the, the, the the cancer center and I had to sit there again. And then God was showing me things. Please don't wait for the trial to come to stop and listen. Cause God will slow you down. Whether you want to slow down or not, you better make some time for him or all of a sudden he'll clear your schedule. Please don't let God clear your schedule, because he will clear your schedule. So in it, I said, okay, Lord, I receive. I need to rest more. Okay, got it. Okay, what else? I made some adjustments in my life. Because oftentimes, that's the only way you listen. Amen? You know, sometimes you have to get to rock bottom before you listen. Because, see, you're too smart right now. Life too good? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, for real. <laughs> but, but, but allow some things to hit your life. All of a sudden, you will change your perspective. Verse 8, concerning this, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might leave me. Message says this. First, at first, I didn't think of it as a gift. I begged God to remove it three times. I did that, and he told me, basically, he said no. Anybody ask God to remove something out of your life? Lord, please, Lord, please take him away. Lord, take her away. Lord, please let this child leave this house. Lord, please let my sister or brother-in-law find their own place. Lord, Jesus. Hmm. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. But yet still, God says, no. I got to keep you in a certain position because, see, I, I've realized that when you're in this position, you're more fruitful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I think it was uh, two and a half years ago, uh, we had just cleared ground. And uh, <laughs> we had to stop construction because they found turtles. Gopher turtles. Rare gopher Turtles. So I had some brothers in church say, Pastor, don't worry about it. I can take care of turtles. I can make some turtle soup. I can take it to my mama's house. Don't worry about turtles. I said, Brother, it's too late. The law, the county has found out this on the property. So they paid, they came and said, so, uh, Pastor Jomo, what are you going to do? You can make a turtle sanctuary? No, for real. You have to make a turtle sanctuary. Oh, I said, No, I'm making a sanctuary for God. I ain't making a turtle sanctuary. I, I, said, uh, I said, They got to the go. I said, Well, they said, Well, uh, you have to move them. I said, okay, we, we can move them. They said, no, no, no. There's a special turtle mover. <laughs> you can't touch the turtle. I said, okay, praise the Lord. And, and I said, okay, do I have any references for different people? No, there's one turtle person. I said, so I can't negotiate? No, no, negotiate. One turtle. I said, okay, so I called the people. I said, how much a turtle? He said, $1,400 per turtle. I said, in the name of Jesus, let it be one turtle, Father. Let it be one turtle. Because I started thinking, boy, I hope these turtles ain't multiplying because it's $1,400 per turtle. So you start praying. <laughs> but I had taken off children's ministry off the building. Because, see, the budget was 17 I said, that's what... I can afford one point seven million. They kept showing me plans for two point four million. I kept telling them I could do one seven. They kept saying two four, I said one seven. They said two four I said one seven, and I just figured you know, as we kept working, I am trying to keep working the number down. You know what i 'm saying i 'm going to negotiate all the way down to one seven. We had three two anyway. <laughs> Lord Jesus, help me, Father. So what happened was I cut off the back of the building where all the classrooms were to meet the budget in my ability. But God was showing me what he wanted done. So now I had to compete with my facts versus his truth. So. As I was making the building smaller to fit the budget, by the way, God never looks at your budget to compare with his vision. So I'm I'm trying to try to do everything to make the building smaller. Then all of a sudden, as I'm trying to finish the plans for the smaller building, the turtle situation killed everything. So I said, Lord, what you trying to tell me? (laughs) he says, Jomo, slow down. I put the turtles in the way because you're moving too. I said, boy, you got to be God. I mean, that is good. You use turtles to slow me down. And And after we slowed down, I went back in prayer and I put children's ministry back. Y'all think it's funny. See, y'all ain't gotta look at my math. That's some bad math. You saw some got to go. Kids will be over here right now, screaming right now, right? They'd be right over there. I say, you know what? They kids would be in overflow. We could put a tent right out there and you can watch your baby and uh No, no, come on, you're all, we all downsize at times what God showed us to meet our budget. You know what God showed you, but sometimes you try to minimize what God showed you to meet your bad math. Guess what? Your math will never add up. Guess what? If God has called you to something, you will never have it in your own ability, and God's going to say, you're going to have to trust me, you're going to have to believe it. I know it makes no sense, but guess what? So, God had to put a situation to slow my fast butt down. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I told God, I'm not a preacher. I, t- I said, Look, come on, man. <sighs> NFL didn't work out like I thought. I'm speaking. I'm a baller again. I'm making good money. Got my S500. Paul and Lord, I got five properties. I told my wife, by 35, I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going buy one property a year. I said, by 35, we're going to be right here. We have 10 properties. And the properties, do, do, do. I had all my plans, y'all. Anybody have your plans? All my plans. I have all my plans laid out. I'm going to be a baller, praise the Lord. And God just said, said yeah, yeah. anybody have a plan that you thought was your plan? And God just. So God kick my plan to the curb, and then I start telling God. I said, "Lord, I don't know how to preach, man. I said I'm a storyteller. I can tell stories. I've all been telling stories. But say Lord, I don't. I don't have that breathing down in name, Jesus. <laughs> I said, Lord, I can't even. I can't even go there, man. I said, I. Don't, I speak English. I, I don't. I don't speak what that is. And uh, Lord, if you expect me to, 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 he on the third day, and he rolled. Did he get up? Did he get up? Did he get up? He got up, man. He got up. You ain't gotta keep telling me. Did he get up? He got up. We already know that. Come on. I couldn't do it, man. I couldn't do it. And you know it's coming every Sunday. They say, do you know? This? They say. So how do you close? I say I tell a story and I go home, man. I, I don't. You ain't got nobody in the Oregon to pump. No, ain't none of that, dog. I told God, I said, I ain't got it. I said, I wish I could be one to preach, you know, when it's, it's close out songs, you know what I'm saying? Never made it. See, I can't never made it. So I told God, I said, look, you, are you sure you want me? <laughs> hmm. 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 Praise the Lord. Hmm. Next slide, please, next slide. <laughs> <laughs> look what he says here, Romans. And since we are his children... We are his heirs. In fact, together with Christ, we are heirs for God's glory. But if we share in his glory, we must also share in his suffering. Yet what we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory will reveal in us later. You've been listening to Pastor Jomo Cousins and services from Love First Christian Center. For service times, directions, and to learn more about Pastors Jomo and Charmaine Cousins, go to lfcc.tv. That's lfcc.tv. And be sure to listen every Saturday afternoon at 1.30 for more of God's Word from Pastor Jomo Cousins and services at Love First Christian Center.